1: A very good afternoon to you and welcome to Joy Business Masterclass, your favorite business development program on radio. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, yenara, Yedia. Masterclass today is also brought to us by JL Properties. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.30pm and runs all the way through to 2.15pm here on your superstation Joy 99.7. My name, as always, is Yabanafo. And I'm happy to be your, your, your host for today's edition of Masterclass, I beg your pardon. Last week on Masterclass, we ended our conversation on the third aspect of coaching, which was essentially looking at the branches, the functions, and the benefits of coaching. Today, we continue that conversation. But we'll be focusing more on the area of coaching and the return on investment, coaching and the return on investment. And to do that, we have our resource person here with us back in the studio, who has obliged us very, very good information for the last couple of weeks, Joyce Sikachum who's also the founder and CEO of Self Search Ghana. Today she'll be talking to us about coaching and the return investment. I promised today that my intro was going to be really short and I'm not going to talk a lot today <laughs> so that we can get enough time to get almost all the content that she has to share with us out so that you can also make some notes. For those of us who like to make notes, she's obliged to us a couple of slides and we'll be streaming live on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page at MyJoyOnline and by all means do follow that video if you want to watch us live as well. At some point in the show, we will get interactive, we'll open the phone lines and you can be a part of that conversation. But otherwise, let's go straight into today's conversation. We're looking at the returns on investment for coaching? If you're a company, you're an institution, you're a business and you're making an investment into coaching to help your business to grow, what or how do you mention the return on investment? Anthony Joyce, you're very welcome to Thank today's you. edition
2: Thank you. of Masterclass. I, just, um, <laughs> I, I made a slight shift I mm. think I should have communicated to you. Right. I decided to take... Um, communication essentials Mm. and four steps. How do I take you from where you are Mm. to where you want to
1: get to? Right. I decided
2: to do that based on the question you ended our conversation. with Right, Mm right,
1: right, right. You
2: said somebody would ask, why Mm -hmm. should I go and see a coach and a learned person like me? Why should Mm -hmm. I go and see? Mm -hmm. So I decided that I would take us through the essential communication skills you should have Mm -hmm. and then the four steps of the coaching
1: conversation
2: for you to now answer your own question and ask yourself if
1: you could do this mm, by yourself mm. i think it's in order because it'll sort okay. of flow yes. into, into the conversation next week yes. and then we can sort of tie it yes. together so awesome. all together okay. it's it's great
2: so that's the question
1: i i am referencing that question mm. should, why should i go maybe we should see? just happen on it a bit what was the question again the
2: question well, you laughed about it that mm. was the last <laughs> thing and you said write it down but don't answer it now you said what would make me a learned person or you know, we'll go and see a coach to mm-hmm. help me solve my problem
1: but I suppose no. that that's the and question yes. in the minds of a lot of our yes. CEOs and business owners yes. and GMs yes. because they have a train, uh-huh. they've gone to Yale, they've done some one-year yes. course, uh-huh. and they've gone to Ivy League schools, and yes. they're it's- the one who has you know, the answers to all the questions yeah. and everyone goes to him. So at some point some kind of prejudice um, sort of sets in, and then you feel that um, why should I go through a process of learning? Yes. But like Alvin Toffler said, that the illiterates of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read nor write, but those who cannot learn and learn mm-hmm. and relearn. Mm-hmm. So clearly, it's good that you know what you did, but guess what? It's changing so fast that if you were to put it against the clock and look at the hands of the clock, it's not moving in in, in the ticks same. again. It's moving like all the way around all the yes. time. You know, so things are changing really yeah. fast then. There, there is a place for, for new learning. Yes. yes.
2: And, and, and there's a place, you know, there's this statement you can't be yourself by yourself. And I'm mm. going to take you through the communication essentials. Those are the, the essential com- skills you should have for you to even begin the steps, the coaching process. Mm-hmm. So the first is, um, I'll just start by saying that, you know, normal conversation with a friend, with, with anybody can foster intimacy, care and connection. You mm-hmm. can have conversation with somebody and there's connection. The person is able to establish connection, intimacy, care, and it's perfect the same happens in the coaching conversation mm-hmm. however the key purpose of the coaching conversation is to ignite growth in some capacity mm-hmm. okay so ignite growth through by stimulating new thinking getting you to think differently okay it's also to create new awareness and get you to take new actions that are aligned to the outcomes you want. Mm. And many times when you're conversing with people, it's not in that direction. It's not structured as that. Mm. So I'm saying that just like ordinary conversation, coaching conversation also co- creates intimacy, care, and connection. Mm. However, it ignites growth in some capacity. It stimulates new thinking, creates new awareness, and causes you to take new actions that are ag- aligned to the outcomes you want. Okay so the communication essential skills one is acknowledgement and this is for leaders and for coaches as well your ability to acknowledge your your the clients okay so the coach would acknowledge the client. Acknowledging means I'm recognising um, certain things you've done, pro- You know your progress, you come to me, I acknowledge you, I'm saying I recognise the progress you've made, I'm proud of the new steps you've taken, you've been able to overcome a challenge, and I acknowledge that. So one skill which enhances trust and intimacy, which is necessary in coaching, is acknowledgement. Then there's another
1: skill, which I'm I'm, I'm, seeing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but we're learning. Uh-huh. You will find oftentimes, and I'm sure when we get interactive, some of my, my listeners who are employees will come across with this point, that the relationship with the superiors where coaching is concerned uh-huh. does factor in acknowledgement, except that it's acknowledgement for when things are done wrongly. Yeah,
2: which is, which is a no-no.
1: So, so it's, whenever you get called to the boss's office, you know they're not going to say, oh, well done for yesterday. It's yes. why is this thing wrong? And, and why did you do that wrong? Yes. Why have you done this? So mm. we're sort of also kind of, you know, and, and prejudiced, if, you, if I should put it. It's good
2: you mentioned that because I'm going to the next step, which is a model that we are mindful of, and as a leader you should be mindful of. I'm talking about skills, essential skills for coaches, and it's it's called the SCAF model. Mm. It's by David, David uh, Locke, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. But it's called the SCAF model. It's an acronym. The S stands for status, mm-hmm. okay? And these are essential skills that b- create trust and intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, many times people feel when a person comes for coaching and you establish a rapport, a mm-hmm. rapport is how are you doing? Oh, it's nice. How has the day been? It doesn't b- b- bring trust and intimacy mm-hmm. at all. You've just opened up the conversation. But what is going to bring trust and intimacy is if when you are able to apply the SCARF model, mm-hmm. the S stands for status and what it means is that when you meet someone for the first time there is always the fight the flight or the freeze part of the brain becomes mm. active particularly when the person is a superior or you feel the person has more than you do or that knows more than you do and so visualize a situation where your subordinate is before you mm. immediately there's that that issue of fight, flight, you know, freeze. What is he going to say?
1: Okay. But isn't that so, because of, of what I just described that, you know, how many people can sit at a table and have uh-huh. dinner or lunch with their boss in the management meeting? Uh-huh. Have you noticed that if people have their own way, they will, they will disappear from that yes. table? Yes.
2: So the, what we are trying to establish here is, what should you, the leader or the coach, do to bring trust and intimacy in that relationship immediately? Okay? So under status is saying that you, you, you want to support the client to reduce the stress state to a reward state. So status means our perceived relative importance to others makes it difficult to think clearly. So get them to see you as an equal by acknowledging their brilliance. And I'll give you an example. Assuming your the, the client has come to you, and I'm using client because I'm talking about coaching, but you look at it from your perspective as a leader. The person has come to you and you say something like, ah, I'm so impressed with the way you have overcome the death of your spouse and, and, and you have just gelled in well and you are working. It's so impressive. I could never have done that. Immediately you get the person to see that, oh, there's something they also can do better than you. So you, you, you immediately bring normalcy. Mm. Okay, so the status is recognizing the fact that there is the fight, the flight, or the flee, which would cause the person to freeze a little. Mm. So you want to immediately break it by using this recognizing status. And then by doing that, by acknowledging something that the person has that you can do, you normalize it, you bring it to a place of we are equals okay, you also have something, you are not going to tell the person you also have something I don't have, but just by saying the fact that I couldn't have done it, you have done so well, the breath immediately relaxes. Okay? The next one is the C. That is certainty. Our ability to predict the future. As humans, we thrive on certainty. Being able to predict what will happen when we sense uncertainty, we feel threatened. So, when I come into your space, I feel already a little threatened, okay? So, In the same way, the client who comes into the the, the space of the coach feels a little... mm, So they want to know, what am I here for? So the first is to create a safe container by setting up the expectation, letting the person, having clear agreements, letting the person know the reason why they are here and for how long they are going to be here. So immediately the person relaxes.
1: Okay? I'll share an example with Mm -hmm. you. So I attended a training once and at some point in the training the trainee wanted us to be able to talk about growing up mm-hmm. and what some of our challenges were. Mm-hmm. This was a prelude to a personality test.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: this is what the person did. The person came and introduced the conversation and said, I will start. Mm-hmm. Then they sat in the chair mm-hmm. and began to talk about their yes. childhood. Mm-hmm. By the way, that trainer was Auntie Joyce. <laughs> it's <laughs> a training I sat in. And what that did for us in the room, and these were this was a room full of senior managers who were very, you know, apprehensive about it. I'm going to tell my story and tomorrow morning it's going to be on the news and people are going to talk about it. But when you sat in that chair and you began to talk about your childhood and two of your fears and two of your of the, th- of the, th- of the good things that happened to you, people sat in that chair and they didn't want to get up.
2: Yes. You know, because you had you had brought some form of equality you have leveled the playing ground Mm. we are equals we all can be vulnerable it's It's a safe space to talk it's a safe space you are building trust and intimacy and if you remember after that people spoke after that, we couldn't close the thing (laughs) we were really talking Uh uh-huh so that's what we are saying the scarf recognizing and having the scarf model in your mind okay one status the person is already a little so let me acknowledge then you move to certainty which means I'm going to make the person know why they are here, have clear agreements in coaching. You would have an agreement. We'll talk about what the do's and don'ts are, what the expectations are. So you're creating that certainty. Then we move into A, autonomy. It relates to our sense of control and ability to make choices in situations. People want to be able to be given the chance to also say, yes, I'll do it or no, I will not do it. For instance... a person comes into your office, you want to have a meeting for two hours, what you would say is that um, this is going to last for two hours, is it okay with you? So you've given the person autonomy, it relates to our sense of control and ability to make choices in situations. Give them a choice as to what happens in the coaching session, instead of I want you to sit here for two hours and in fact you would even not say I want, you say I invite you because when you invite me I can say I'll I'll do it or I won't do it. I'm available or I'm not available. Okay, so autonomy is the A. Mm. And then the R is relatedness, creating a sense of safety when you are authentic and supportive and open. Others feel safe in Mm. your presence. Mm. The last one is fairness. This relates to whether we are being treated fairly Mm-hmm. Fair exchanges are, you know, rewarding while unfairness creates mistrust. So what I'm saying here is that these are essential communication skills you must have as a coach before you even engage in the coaching process, which I'll, I'm going mm-hmm. to go through the step, four steps. You must have that. As a leader, you must have that. Do I acknowledge when there is I, I engage, do I remove the scarf? I call it remove the scarf. Mm-hmm. Okay, So there's status. I, I see how I can bridge and bring equality and make the person see that, hey, you know, there's something I acknowledge you for that I couldn't even do. Then you move to the C, certainty. Have I made the person know the reason why we are here and what we are going to be here for? Have I done that, That certainty. A, have I asked the person if it's okay with them? Maybe the person was doing something in their office and you called them. So you are going to ask, is it okay with you just to be with you for 30 minutes to talk about this thing? The person will say, okay, I can, I can... You have immediately... You, you are What you are doing is building trust and intimacy before the coaching process itself, okay? And then the E is relatedness, being as authentic and supportive, as open and sincere as possible. People relate better, and they can trust you better. And then fairness. This relates to whether we are being treated fairly. If you're having, if one person speaks, if it's a group coaching, I'm giving an example, and one person speaks, and you allow the person to speak for a long time, another person speaking, and you say, "Oh, it's time. We have to." You know, you are not being fair. So people can't trust you. Okay. So these essential skills of acknowledgement, of recognizing status, autonomy, certainty. relatedness and fairness immediately begins to build trust. So remember that it's not the rapport that builds the trust. (laughs) Hello, how are you? How was this afternoon? That doesn't build any trust.
1: And asking close-ended questions. (laughs) How's your family? Fine.
2: Everybody, okay. Have you eaten? Yes. (laughs) How are you? I'm okay. (laughs) So it is doing these fundamental things that gradually brings the trust and the intimacy. Then, other skills you should have. I'm going to go through
0: Los mejores viajes
2: Deep listening skills, and you ask yourself again. I'm referencing your 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 question, mm. okay? Whether you could do this on your own or mm-hmm. to yourself, okay? <laughs> so you ask yourself. There's also the deep listening skills that you should have. There's powerful questioning skills you should have. I'm going to go through all of them. Now, the deep listening. There are three levels of listening. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, there are three levels of listening. There is selective listening, there is active listening, and there is deep listening. Mm -hmm. So selective listening is when I'm listening to you and I'm listening to only those parts of what you are saying that is of interest to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay? so I hear hear what I want to hear.
2: Yeah. Not what you are saying. Mm -hmm. Okay? Only the parts that are of interest to me. And that's a no-no in coaching. Then there's the active listening. This is giving the person your full attention. You are nodding. You are establishing eye contact. Asking you are questions for clarity. <laughs> yes, you are allowing the person to do most of the talking. of the talking should be from the person, 30% should be from you. Mm -hmm. When you are doing 70% of it, then you are not actively listening. Mm -hmm. Okay? Without interrupting, listening to new awareness. So that is active listening. Mm -hmm. Then there's deep listening. And the deep listening is the one that brings results in coaching. Because when you are listening deeply, it's a combination of active listening and also listening to what is not being said. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, i'm active listening is i I am nodding i'm establishing eye contact i'm allowing the person to speak i'm not interrupting i'm asking questions um you know but in deep listening i'm also listening to your tone of voice Mm -hmm. i'm listening to your i'm looking at your
1: inflections i'm
2: looking at your inflections Mm -hmm. you're underlining subtle emotions Mm -hmm. the perceptions you seem to have about yourself as you speak so i'll give you an example Mm There was a time, you know, I was, we, we had a, a coaching session, a group coaching session. And when we finished, one lady just breathed in. She did, hmm, And then we were ready to leave. And I asked her, I'm a little curious about the way you, you were breathing. Is, mm-hmm. is there anything behind it? It opened up volumes. She started weeping. Mm. In the end, you know, she started weeping. It was just that, hmm, That was unspoken. What she ended up telling me was not said at the group coaching. But because I was not just actively listening, I was deeply listening, I was listening to the tone of voice, body language, facial expression, movements. Even sometimes Mm -hmm. when you mention somebody's name and the person Mm -hmm. suddenly sits or suddenly the face changes, Mm -hmm. you'd want to be curious about that and ask That's deep listening in coaching. Okay, so you have to have this skill too. So again, mm-hmm. ask yourself if you are a leader, you can do this for yourself. You can deeply listen mm-hmm. <laughs> if mm-hmm. you can do it mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And then you, you do not you can be mm-hmm. yourself by yourself. Okay. So deep listening, remember I said there are three skills. They are selected, there's selective listening, but we don't reckon, you know it. recommend that. Active listening and deep listening. Deep mm-hmm. listening is most effective if you want to create a shift. Okay, now as you are listening deeply. You are also mirroring what the person is saying. So I'll say, Yao, I'm saying exactly what you said. To you. Mm-hmm. When you mirror, you say exactly what the person said. Mm-hmm. You are giving it back to him so that he thinks through it and says, Hmm, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you are paraphrasing, which means you are using fewer words, but you are still implying what he said. Or you are clarifying. Yao, is that what you meant mm-hmm. by this? I hear you saying that you don't feel respected Mm -hmm. in that space is that am i hearing correctly you are clarifying Mm -hmm. then you are summarizing so all these skills are within the deep listening Mm -hmm. which is a communication essential skill Mm -hmm. that you should have okay before you even go into the whole coaching process so you are mirroring you are paraphrasing you are clarifying you are summarizing
1: you're listening to what's not said also yes it's like like language (laughs) facial expression breathing (laughs) are are you coming for the training They say, oh, yeah, mama. mama."
2: Mm -mm. Or when you say, how are you? And the person will say, I'm fine. But you look at the eyes and you can tell that there's something... Not right.
1: It's like I'm fine. Please don't ask another question.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. So you're looking at all of that in active listening, in deep listening within the coaching context. Then there's the direct communication. So remember, I'm saying the skill you should have, which is essential, is, uh, is uh, acknowledgement, mm-hmm. the ability to acknowledge. You should be mindful of the SCARF model, mm-hmm. okay, status, certainty, autonomy, relatedness, mm-hmm. fairness. You should also know how to ask deep questions Mm -hmm. i mean deep listening you should Mm -hmm. deep listening skills you should have deeply active and deep listening skills Mm -hmm. you should know how to mirror what the person is saying paraphrase what the person is saying clarify Mm -hmm. what the person is saying summarize what the person is saying it's all for the person to trust you even more and to know that you are listening you you know you are bringing out you're helping to bring clarity to whatever the person is saying. Then there's direct communication, which is another essential skill. Okay, being specific, well-paced, and clear in your communication as a coach. And usually I say select, simplify, and say it. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's direct communication. You select what you are going to say to the client. You simplify it. And you say it so that you are not too wordy, because sometimes you are too wordy that the clients cannot really pick out what you are asking what exactly you want to know so in direct communication you are specific you are well paced you are clear and that's why i say you select you think through and select you simplify it and you say it okay then there are powerful questions that you should know how to ask okay and i'm going to go through a few powerful questions Now, the purpose of the powerful questions is to get them to generate new awareness, Mm -hmm. to grow, to learn, and to shift into new ways of being. And that's what coaching is all about. Powerful questions make coaching what it is. Okay, so I'm asking you deep explorative questions. Mm. Example, what would you like to talk about? okay that's a deep exploratory so you are now going to think and say hmm. okay sometimes when they come in the deep exploratory when you ask that question the person will talk about what is happening in the workplace what is happening at home what is happening but we have a way when we go to and i start talking about the four steps we have a way of helping the client to identify the specific thing they want us to talk Hmm. uh, engage on okay but what the skill you need to have is deep explorative questions what would you like to talk about then they are clarifying questions okay to check if what you are understanding is correct so am i hearing that you feel misunderstood in the relationship mm-hmm. i'm clarifying it and you say yes or he will say yes or he will say is that what i said <laughs> <laughs> okay that's what i heard so you are clarifying okay then they are closed questions closed questions are just yes or no are you happy at your workplace yes i am no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Those are close questions. Then they are leading questions. Mm. A question that contains an implied idea or solution in the question. Right. You know, I said something earlier about the fact that in coaching, I don't, you don't advise the person. So a, a, a way of somewhat advising but not directly advising is when you l- use leading questions. And you say something like, have you considered speaking to your boss? It's like, speak to your boss. But I won't tell you speak to your boss.
1: I'm saying it in a much nicer way.
2: I'm saying it in a way that will cause you to think through mm-hmm. it. Okay? So I'm asking you, have you considered that? You say no. I haven't considered. Probably it's an option I should consider. Mm-hmm. It's different from me telling you, see your boss. So I have taken out the, the autonomy in the scarf model and mm-hmm. allowing you to decide whether it's an option you want to consider. Are you getting me?
1: okay I feel I'm in a classroom okay then no, I but g- I, I, I i like that approach because mm-hmm. personally I've experienced it mm-hmm. you know and I find that though it's not it may not be culturally akin to what we do here mm-hmm. it changes how a person feels yes. and these days everything is as about how the person feels mm-hmm. so if i give you the autonomy and say listen Yao, i I can hear from your voice that you this thing really bothers you would you like to have a, a chat about it a bit more let's say yeah. 30 minutes yeah. or maybe last thing before you go you go home today mm-hmm. what I'm saying is I don't really have the time right now, but I want to listen to you. Yes. So can we do this? Yes. By the person, the way you say it.
2: And the person, what you're also telling the person is that I respect the fact that you have a choice to decide mm-hmm. whether you want to do it now or later.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay? And, and that brings trust. That makes people feel like they can trust you. And you are intimate. And, and you are authentic. Okay? Mm-hmm. But not when... You are imposing, then you are taking out. Always remember the SCARF model, the S C A R F. Mm-hmm. Okay, status, certainty, autonomy, relatedness, fairness, when you are relating. Okay, yeah. then the other one is problem focused question. These are questions that support others to shift from their old ways of being to the new.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So
2: I'm saying something like it sounds like you are feeling stuck and powerless. Mm-hmm. What would support you to shift into a new state? What would support you? So the person would say, mm, I think he... You see, the whole idea of coaching is to help the, to stimulate new thinking. Okay?
1: And uh, let, let the person own...
2: Yes, let the person own it. Let the person come up with it. Let the person be accountable himself for it. Okay? So problem-focused questions. And then there are detailed-focused questions. Mm. Where you are what action would you like to take this Mm -hmm. week, okay? You want to now hone in on the details. Mm -hmm. What, What would you want to do? What would change the process for you? What support do you need, okay? So basically, just to run down the communication essentials for you to ask yourself, the question you yeah, asked <laughs> as <have> a Harvard trained, <laughs> do I need a
1: coach? <laughs> Ask yourself this question. This question, question has Russell Allah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ask yourself the question: Do I have? Am I someone who acknowledges? Do I have know the skill of acknowledging people and not pointing out the errors all the time, but acknowledging them when I come in contact with them? Do I have that? Two. Am I mindful of the scarf model? okay status that the person the fact that i miss boss is going to bring some freezing so how can i nullify that if you like and bring normalcy and equality in our engagement are you considering certainty autonomy relatedness fairness do you have deep listening skills Or you listen selectively Mm -hmm. if you listen selectively then you are not you haven't landed yet okay do you have the skill of active listening Do you have the skill of deep listening when you are deep listening are you mirroring are you paraphrasing are you clarifying are you summarizing then there's direct communication how is your communication with the client or with with um, your team member do you find that they are always saying can you explain it further Or what exactly do you mean? Then it means you are not selecting, simplifying and saying. Your communication is not direct. I mean, when your communication is not direct, sometimes people don't trust you because they think you. It's like they have a, there's a hidden agenda. It's like you're
1: being deliberately ambiguous.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, there's a hidden agenda. <laughs> then, do you have the skill of asking powerful
1: questions? Mm-hmm.
2: And we say what powerful questions? They are deep, explorative questions. What would you like to talk about? Clarifying questions. I'm hearing that you feel misunderstood in the relationship. Is that? Am I hearing correctly? You are asking closed questions. You are asking leading questions. You are asking problem-focused questions. You are asking detailed focus questions. And all of these are things you are de- doing within a one-hour coaching session. Okay, so it's a structured conversation. That is, I said, coaching is an art and a science. <laughs> okay, so ask yourself, have a trained um, prof <laughs> and leader if, if you can have all of this? Then I'm moving to the steps in coaching. So when you come to me, what is the process what what you see even though it's a conversation it's a structured conversation so in my head i'm going through a process okay to to help you to move from your current reality to your preferred future Mm -hmm. okay so i start and and i'm going to share with you the traditional approach and the transformational approach Mm -hmm. okay because remember we started with women and Mm -hmm. i'll end with women Mm -hmm. and i said the transformational coaching approach seems to meet more of the needs of the women than the traditional mm. because that is more linear okay so normally the processes you identify the topic okay so you would say what would you want to talk about mm-hmm. what would you want us to talk about what brings you here to the coaching what issue do you want to explore okay so that is usually the traditional model mm-hmm. now what you want to focus on sometimes you find that when you ask people what do you want us to talk about? Or what issue do you want to explore? They're a little confused. They don't really know. They, there are a lot of
1: issues. Because okay. issues are many.
2: Many, yes. There's an, an issue happening with the boss. The communication is not too good. They are worried about it. There are an issue happening at home. They are talking about it. So what tr- usually in transformative coaching, the difference is just that, is that, that approach, the way it's done. Mm. In, so the same identifying the topic would be done differently as a transformation, what what I would do, for instance, is that I'll help you to create a vision of of the issue, the possibility of the issue. So let me give you an example. If um, the person talked about communication with boss and the person talked about problem with the child at home, Mm -hmm. I would take the person, I would ask the person to just close his eyes or close your eyes, okay, and think back. Assuming two, three years from now, problem had been solved you had seen me and you were excited and you were telling me that things are better okay i'll start with the communication one and i'll ask you to reflect and tell me what is happening differently with you and your boss you say that now you are doing it you are moving to excitement okay then you tell me then i'll move i'll go take you through that process of visualizing the possibility of the end okay and so you will tell me what has shifted externally, what has shifted internally inside of you, what you have created and how that works. Then I'll move you to the child. Mm-hmm. Okay? That one too is an issue for you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's take you through that same process. Then at the end, I'll ask you which one really ignites. your Which one do you think if you worked on in the next three?
0: ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva RAM 1500, hecha para vivir. Una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
2: Four sessions, it will bring a shift that would help to create a shift in the other area. Mm. Now, the difference between the traditional approach and the transformational approach in this example is that with the first one, it's quite linear. What mm. brings you here? Okay, what would you want us to talk about? What Straight to you- the point. Yes. With the transformational one, I have taken you from goal, mm. which is, I always say goal comes from a place of lack mm. and, 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 fear sometimes. Limitation. Into a place of possibility. So now you see that, ah, if I worked on this with my boss and I'm happier in the office, Mm -hmm. I'll be happier, I'll be able to engage, I'll bring money home, it'll be easier. Mm -hmm. So that is. Then we move to the next step, which is Mm -hmm. explore and generate new awareness. So the first is we identify the topic with you, Mm -hmm. we explore and generate new awareness. Here we are shining a light and bringing illumination on the issue from a place of deep listening. Okay? Mm -hmm. We move into exploration to generate new awareness. Okay, and then the question that I would ask for there, for instance, is tell me what is happening
1: between you and your boss. Hold that question for me because I know we have a lot more content, but thankfully we have a bit more time here in the show. I want my listeners to be a part of this conversation. It's getting really interesting because we're looking at this whole process of coaching in a different way that is new to what we know. This is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy ninety nine point seven. We take a quick message from our sponsors. When we come back, we get interactive. <music> in a clean, serene, strategic neighborhood should not be a luxury but a necessity. And at JL Properties, we make that dream a reality. JL Properties gives you value for your money in our fully gated and managed communities in North Airport, Achimota, and North Kineshi. Enjoy reliable refuse collection, external area maintenance, and security in all JL communities. Make your home with us by logging onto JLPropertiesGH.com. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer.
2: On air business development program Joy Business Masterclass is in session, and you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302 216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551 Seven, and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress.
1: Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. We're interactive right now. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also pick up your phone and send us a comment on 55 997. Send us your WhatsApp comment on 055 11 11 Otherwise, pick up that phone, and give us a call 0302 216 541. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, Goyle has some great news for you. Today's edition of Masterclass is also brought to us by Goyle. Goyle Good Energy, Goyle Yenara Yedia. Goyle now accepts Momo for all fuel purchases. Just remember to Momo it at Goyle. And that is not all. You can use your bank card to purchase fuel at any of our filling stations. Goyle Good Energy. Goel Yenara Yedia. Masterclass today is also brought to us by JL Properties. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. If you have any development of any kind or any development needs, by all means, do get in touch with JL Properties and they'll be happy to fix your problem for you. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. Buying a home gives you the opportunity to build equity and secure your, fana- your financial future. I beg your pardon. Owning a home is a great way to build a sense of stability and security. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. Do get in touch with them. On 509 973 or 0302-449-037. That's 0302-449-037. JL Properties, the city's favorite developer. While we're waiting for the phone lines to ring, Anthony Joyce, you, you had a question. Let's um, ask that question and, 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 and continue with the rest yeah, of so, your conversation. So the question
2: was um what is happening with you and your boss? Mm. Okay, so I was actually talking about the four steps. And we talked about identifying the topic, which is the first step. Mm. So you are you try and identify the topic for which the client has come. I talked about the traditional approach and I talked about the transformational approach where I would like I would get you into the possibility, visualizing the possibility and creating a coaching outcome. Mm. Okay. Then we move to explore and generate new awareness. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get you to, you know, we are going to now eliminate the issue and mm-hmm. really through my deep listening, uh, we are going to ask powerful questions and get you to now look at the issue deeply to Mm. create new thinking and new awareness.
1: New perspective, if you like. New perspective
2: of the issue. So at first, I thought, my boss doesn't like me. But through the questions, maybe uh, if I asked you, for instance, so when you come to the office, what what do you do? I don't mind him. I just go and sit on my (laughs) chair. Okay, so so how how what could it takes you do to tango? Yes, so what could you do differently mm-hmm. if you want? Then the person will now you know. So the questions would cause. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What are the signs that us? <laughs> okay, so so the second step, which is exploring mm. and generating new awareness, you use all the things, the skills I talked about, mm-hmm. to help that client to now begin to get new insights and to get new awareness and come up with a new So action.
1: essentially is to say or project what they think bothers them in their own words in different ways that brings out the meaning both to you the helper and to they themselves yes. the one the one needing the help yes
2: and and to get them to explore the issue even more mm. maybe they have been looking at it from a narrow perspective mm-hmm. you see usually in places where clients or individuals have issues it is because there's not there, there isn't a lot of conscious awareness or love or empathy or listening
1: Mm.
2: being brought to that issue for Mm. them. Okay, so maybe the person is not listened to. Nobody listens to me. And so the angle from which the person is looking at the issue is the fact that the person doesn't like me. But it's coming from a place of the person wanting to be heard.
1: Prejudice, it's, perhaps.
2: They're coming from the place of yes. The person having feeling, nobody empathizes with me on this thing. Mm. Okay, so there's an underlining
1: issue. So, Let me ask a question uh-huh. here, and then in, in answering it, you can tie it to that submission. How does prejudice affect coaching? Prejudice, both from the coach uh, or your boss in this case, mm-hmm. and from the from the coachee.
2: Okay, okay. Prejudice. My
1: boss doesn't like me. Okay. There may be any benefit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in that, in that, I mean, what role would would would, would prejudice play in In, in that coaching,
2: process? we have ethical standards. Mm. I can't be prejudiced, and I have to do my own work as a coach before I engage a coachee. So if I feel that maybe the person is am prejudiced by virtue of, then I wouldn't. I shouldn't go into that coaching space with the. And clients.
1: therefore. Most of the time, because of the familiarity between coachee and uh, boss and, and worker, mm-hmm. most of the time because of the experiences either of non performance or any other related mm-hmm. factor, that prejudice that's okay. Yeah. Do we therefore then say that bosses are qualified to be coaches?
2: That is why my, my answer to that would be it is better. It depends on the results you want. Remember, I talked about trans- various types of coaching. True. So if it's a skills development coaching, Your boss has the skill. He can train you. But you see, the tendency is if you are prejudiced, even when I'm putting in effort, you don't think I'm doing well. So ideally, it helps when an external party who can look at the thing objectively. I don't have any. I don't know you. I I have my ethical standards, and, and I'm not going to be prejudiced. I'm not judging you. I'm creating an atmosphere of trust and intimacy. We flow. Okay, so you can... So prejudice doesn't... Mm. Because it it doesn't help in any coaching situation mm. if you are prejudiced. It, it, it doesn't. And you shouldn't be as a coach. That's what I'm saying. If you are prejudiced... Otherwise, you have no business coaching. No. You, you see, don't need to be yes, in that space. Got, because the person has come to you because the person believes that you can help them move to the next level. And the person is investing in that. So, you have to also give all your all. Mm. <laughs> okay? Otherwise... The person has thrown money, otherwise, away. you otherwise, need a coach. Yes, you don't deserve to be a coach. no. That's why I'm you, we coaches, we have coach. I'm a coach, <laughs> okay, because you can't be yourself. <laughs> what is the
1: watchman, yeah,
2: <laughs> okay? So, so we are saying that under exploring and generating new awareness, mm-hmm. what you are doing is you are asking powerful questions, observing body language, mirroring, phrasing, summarizing, clarifying, all to get that client to get to stimulate new thinking mm. about the issue. And to cause the client to come up with new awareness. Mm-hmm. And that, then you move into, so I talked about the transformation. So then you move into questions like, tell me what is going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me how you are feeling. Tell me what you will
1: want to create. Tell me what
2: is, most chall- what is the most challenging part of this
1: for and you. And that's really powerful because, like you said earlier, all people want is to be heard. To
2: be listened to.
1: Maybe they even accept that they're wrong in the they, end, but, but just hear me out. They
2: have the solution. Yeah. Inside of them, the seeds to becoming your best self mm. is inside of you. I always say it's mm. inside of you. Now, so, so then you would ask things, you know, what am I noticing? What am I listening? So as I'm, I'm ex- helping the person explore, what I am noticing as a coach is what, how does the person think? The thinking of the person. The feeling of the person the belief system because the person may say something like eh, my boss doesn't like me as for men they don't respect people immediately you know her beliefs about men mm-hmm. okay it's so coming now, from
1: somewhere <laughs>
2: it's coming from somewhere okay so the work of the coaches how are you going to get her to create a new truth about what has been standing in the way of her relationship between her and her
1: boss but, you know listening is such a powerful thing here yeah? mm-hmm. I mean my mind, I'm just I'm just saying that because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. That you can listen to someone talk and sometimes you just want to rant yeah. and vent. And you can listen to them talk for just 30 minutes, and that one thing they will say yes. is what you. gives you the key that listen, yes. all of this this is where it's coming You've from. You've
2: nailed it. You've nailed it. That one thing they say makes you know that okay, that's where it's coming from. She has come from a background where authority figure. When he, he talks to
1: me, then he'll be, he'll be pointing yes. at me.
2: Yes. <laughs> and he thinks I'm his wife. Or he thinks uh, I'm
1: his... Is he my age mate? Yes. Is he my co-equal? Yes. <laughs> so then so your there issue... there's is an
2: underlining.
1: Yes.
2: Okay, it's transference from somewhere. So the exploration helps you to now get to the... You, you know, you're not interested in the detail as a coach, but mm-hmm. you're interested in, like I'm saying, the thinking, the feeling, the beliefs, the actions they are taking mm-hmm. as a result of their thinking. Mm-hmm. And how can I Shift that to to help them. In the last couple of
1: minutes on the show, how do we therefore make it better in our workplaces and our businesses? Okay. With this knowledge, how do we make it better?
2: We need coaches. Mm. To be honest, it's a sim, It's a but I mean. You need, either you need it. I'm coach, a small
1: business in the middle of Abosokai. I sell spare parts. I have got a staff strength of ten, and I'm busy making money. And the bank is calling me.
2: Develop yourself. Where
1: where do I situate coaching? I want to do it because I hear you talk about it on mm-hmm. the air right now, and I feel it's such an important thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, how does it fit into I, my life? I role? would
2: say that you see, you can't give value unless you get value. Mm okay Mm. as a leader you cannot give value unless you get value okay unless you work on yourself unless you you enhance your skills so you the leader
1: you get coaching first first.
2: okay and you when you get the coaching and you are able to learn all these skills and you would now be able to you see don't think just about the money because the people you are bringing in if you fail to navigate it well with them Mm. You will lose the money you are getting.
1: Note okay. well on social media says, "Great question and response on prejudice and transference." Good afternoon to you, Naughty. We would really like to hear your voice. Nancy Joyce has been asking that you call into the show. I've got a few more minutes. If you can give us a call, zero three zero two two one six five four one. Would really like to hear your comment on this, Naughty. But anyone else, yes, who's listening to us, you want to give us a call. I got a few more minutes on the show. Zero three zero two two one six so five explore, four one. So I explore
2: at this stage when you're exploring and identifying, hmm. you want to get to the point where they, they, there is what we call a light bulb experience the ah moments ah. the oh, ah, ah moments mm. or oh, you see that all of a sudden shes a person sits <sighs> so it means there's, been, there's <laughs> <been> a shift <laughs> you, <turn out. laughs>
1: you get me there's been a shift
2: <laughs> then you move into insight. Mm-hmm. okay now continue the process of exploration until there is a light bulb experience the situation is seen from new ways mm. you told you ask questions like what new awareness is coming for you mm-hmm. what new possibilities are opening up to you then we move in the transformational coaching mm-hmm. i would ask what will shift externally and mm-hmm. internally for you by virtue of this new awareness mm-hmm. okay what will do will you do differently? differently then finally we get to explore options and possibilities that's when now the person is coming to okay i'm going to learn these skills i'm now going to do they change this behavior i'm going to don't so let this
1: one bother me again
2: now what i talked about when i talked about the lower level of change you remember mm-hmm. i talked about mm-hmm. lower level neurological change uh-huh. then the skills the behavior and the environment mm-hmm. after you have done the upper level ones mm-hmm. of be- helping them shift their beliefs their identity then they are ready
0: los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera pero este comenzará en tu mente ¿Me escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder